Brock, and this is Redefined, where I redefine things or terms or scenarios based on my opinions of them or my personal experiences. And today we're going to be talking about stage fright and performance anxiety because pretty much my whole life I've been in performance settings. There have been on and off points, but I've never really have been the stage fright kind of person or I'll get really anxious beforehand, but when it comes to, comes to like the time that I need to deliver, it's not really a big deal for me. Um, currently I'm in color guard. Um, and I, this year, because it's my second year doing it last year, I did feel more anxiety while performing, but it kind of evaporated. Obviously you feel a lot more comfortable, the more comfortable you are with whatever you're performing or whatever you're presenting. But for me, um, group presentations, performing stuff like that has never really, really, I've never been the kind of person to get up there and start stuttering and start crying during the whole presentation. I don't usually cry until I'm off stage, which is, I feel like a lot of people don't understand that, especially when I say that I have anxiety and they're like, well, if you actually had anxiety, then you would, you would be just breaking down on the, the field. But when I'm in color guard, there's just so much to think about that I don't really have time to panic while I'm out there because one of the things we talk about a lot is recovery, which is figuring out a way to make it look like you didn't make a mistake or you made that mistake on purpose or getting out of that mistake as quickly as possible, as efficiently as possible to get into the next thing so that it's not a mistake from a mistake. Um, And so for me, I'm always performing, I'm projecting upwards, I'm, you know, I'm smiling, I'm making faces and expressions and I even like I'll gasp whenever I make um, that sort of O shape with your mouth. I'll gasp while I'm on the field, but I'm also counting and I'm running and I'm listening to the music and I'm sometimes looking at the drum major and I'm going through my choreography. So there's never really a time for me to feel that sort of fright until it's over. And even then, I feel like for me, I don't feel any sort of fright until unless it was something really, really big or something very noticeable. Um, If I drop my rifle, I'll probably remember. Sometimes I don't, actually. But I that usually that's what I I remember. But oftentimes I get off the field or off the stage, and I'm like, wow, don't remember that run at all. Don't ask me what happened. I couldn't tell you. Um, I didn't fall on my face, and that's what matters. Um, I'm also in dance, and we have to perform at, the spring show every year um and even if you're not in spring show there's showcases there's more extravaganza depending on the year so for me um I've always been a performer I guess and learning to perform is really intriguing because even though I was in dance before color guard I didn't really know how to perform without while masking my anxiety not that I ever necessarily looked nervous or out of place on stage, but it's so much easier to mask it when you start to play a character. And I feel like in dance and color guard, there's so much room for extension and playing characters. So it definitely makes the whole anxiety element not necessarily melt away, but it subdues it. And I don't know. It's just A lot of people who experience stage fright to an extreme degree to where they can't mask it on stage, I've never experienced that. And I it's all the power to them because 
I feel like when you're in a situation where you're chucking things into the air or you're doing a turn series in front of an entire group of people who are just have their eyes on you, it it trains you to overcome what you're trying, what you're feeling internally. Um, so for me, even though marching band is really, it's mostly about the band, I, for me, maybe it's just because I'm in color guard, but the guard is usually the most interesting thing on the field. So knowing that people are looking at me and there are going to be other people who do color guard in the stands watching me and there might, may or may not be a color guard judge and my director's watching me and if my family's there, my family's watching me, it's time to bring home the bacon, basically. Like, I'm about to project, I'm about to recover, and I'm going to look good while doing it, and then I can freak out after it's over. Because while I'm in that moment, there are still things that I can change and fix, and I can still affect the outcome of my performance as long as I don't give up. And I'm actually really bad about giving up, honestly. I have a alarming amount of resilience I'd say there's not a lot of things that I like to give up easily on especially if I'm starting a new project or a new endeavor and I'm learning how to do something I just I can't be shaken unless I really really didn't want to do that or I there's I can't do it anymore I don't have it in me to continue um and so I feel like that kind of plays into it when it comes to pretending that I'm doing really well. Um, in our show, our um, marching band show, I'm a rifle. So I spin rifle in our the last part of our show. And there's, I toss a quad at the end. Well, it's an ensemble quad. We all toss it. Which means that um, the rifle rotates four times in the air. Then I catch it. The second one, because I toss two of them. The second one always trips me up in a way that is unbelievable. Even if the rotation speed is right even if the body under the toss is correct, I consistently drop it. And it's honestly one of my least favorite things to do, even though it's such a beautiful toss. And I always, I don't really ever feel like I spend a lot of time dwelling on it because there's choreography after it. And then I have to move, um, I have to transition into my next drill spot and then I have to move to the sideline and then pick up my flag for the closer. So there's not a lot of time for me to look up in the stands and be frightened because there's more to do. I have a job to do. So I think that, especially if you experience performance anxiety, thinking that it's over when you make your first or only mistake is going to be what ends it for you. Not necessarily the mistake itself, but your approach coming out of that mistake. Um, if anything, pretend nothing went wrong. Whenever I drop, I pretend nothing happened. I pick it up and I keep going. And Honestly, within the next four counts, you probably can't tell that I dropped. You wouldn't know. It would look like I just caught my rifle because of the confidence that I'm projecting upwards. And I can scream and cry and throw up over my drop and beat myself up over it after I've gotten off of the stage, you know? So I feel like that carries into a lot of things, um, especially with presentations um, in academic settings too, in public speaking. I'm not really afraid of public speaking. It's not really my favorite thing to do, but I've been told that I carry myself in a way that seems that I enjoy public speaking. I really don't. I don't necessarily enjoy speaking, period. But 
with public speaking, again, I'm stepping into this mindset of someone who isn't necessarily myself, somebody who is eloquent, somebody who carries themselves with this level of reality that an anxious teenager doesn't usually seem to have. And I think that that makes it a lot easier to do. And speaking with confidence about what you're saying, because I feel like, or I don't feel like, I've been told this several times by my directors, and just I generally believe this, that the highest cause of stress is being unprepared. It's inconsistency, and you're only inconsistent because you haven't prepared yourself enough to be consistent. So let's say you have this big speech that's seven minutes. You have to present it to a room of 100 people at this fancy dinner party, and it's this business proposal type thing, right? In a setting like that, obviously you're going to be maybe even over-prepared. You're going to go over your notes several times. You're going to be um, looking at note cards. You're going to be trying to memorize it. You're going to be going through different me- methods of studying it. Maybe you're even rewriting it several times. And if you're stressed, that's probably because you haven't, you know, presented it to people in that format that way. It could be the newness of this specific topic. It could be that it's that topic at all. Um, because no two presentations or performances are exactly the same, which I think is the whole inconsistency part. When it comes to performance arts, it's a lot easier to narrow that down because you run it over and over and over again. And so long as you have more than one chance to perform it, you will be able to find that level of consistency that you not you can't necessarily find in other things. So for me, I don't think it's that I don't have performance anxiety. I have anxiety about everything. I think that because I've been dealing with it for so long and I've trained myself to deal with it, I'm able to pretend that I don't have it and I'm able to make other people believe that I don't have it. My first football game, or not first, second or third maybe last year, I, when we performed at halftime, I had a panic attack on the field. I wasn't able to breathe. I could feel my chest tightening up. Everything hurt. My arms hurt. I, tears were welling in my eyes. But I smiled through the whole thing. And as I got off the field, I was trembling, full body tremors. And my director comes over to me. And he goes, are you okay? What's wrong? And I was like, I just had a panic attack on the field. And he's like, what? On the field? I couldn't tell. Look, how, look at you. Look how strong you are. And obviously, this is not me telling anyone to perform through an anxiety attack, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. That was horrible. But knowing that you are sort of stepping out of yourself to create this moment, this experience, this performance for someone to watch helps you so much when you're trying to lift yourself out of your own anxiety. And there are a lot of things that don't help lifting out of anxiety, but I'd say that that's probably the number one thing so if you experience any type of anxiety when it comes to performing you have a piano recital I hated piano recitals when I was younger but if you have a piano recital if you're a dancer if you're a public speaker if you have like a class presentation and you have to present it yourself step into somebody who has all the confidence in the world carry yourself with an air that makes you seem less nervous than you are because it Helps you pretend that you're not nervous. Um, But yeah, anyway, uh, this has been another episode of Redefined.